You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Buster, hello. Dude, we got a spicy, spicy, oh. spicy guest coming straight at us from the best Wi-Fi in Costa Rica. Yeah. I think we shall waste no time and get our boy, Ryan Harrison. Wow, and, just like that. And tell the listeners what they're uh, listening to, bud. Hold your horses. We're going to redo that. You just hit me with a left hook. That's not how we do this shit, son. Oh my god! Oh, dude, I I... <laughs> you've been drinking water all podcast. You got to go pee or something? It's late, man. It's ten thirty. Like I, I get up at I get up at six wow. every day. Okay. Um, what are these folks listening to? Best friends catching up. The Mark and Joe show. I am Mark. And I'm Joe, let's fucking go. Let's go. No masterpiece. Ten bad bitches and they after me. One bad bitch look like a masterpiece. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. Big drip, what you call it? Big drip. Ice chain, peeled water. You got the cab, but can't afford them. You got the bad, but can't afford them. Give me the beat, I ride it like a jet ski. So many bad bitches, they harassing me. They like me because I rap and be with the athletes. Stop asking me. I know they mad at me. Uh, yeah, folks, it's jokes. Joe allu- jokes. That's funny. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> um, as jokes just alluded to, uh, we've got a freaking awesome guest on the pod today. His name is Ryan Harris. He is a marvelous human being. Uh, just the, the successful filmmaker who has the... Just the... Yeah, he's just got like a good outlook on life and he's he's a really like inspirational person and you can learn a lot from him, but when you're not learning a lot from him, he's just like also a really, really good friend to have. Good great great guy, great friend. And uh he's just breaking hearts down in Costa Rica, you know? <laughs> he's just walking the street like so aloof, you know, like just yeah. came back from a six AM surf sesh. Just gonna gotta, go eat a bowl of Fruit Loops. Got you know? a shirt like unbuttoned, sort of just like rolling yeah. in the wind. One button's done up, but it's like not even the matching hole <laughs> to button. It's like the shirt. It's so disheveled, but he just pulls it off. It's yeah. crazy stuff. Folks. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, before we get to the interview, a couple of uh, things we have to take care of here. This episode of Best Friends Catching Up is brought to you by the world famous, soon to be featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Pelican Fish Market and Grill, located in Ottawa, Blue Heron Mall, off of Bank Street. Fantastic, fantastic seafood. If you're listening to this in Ottawa, go get yourself a bite. Good brunch, good dinner. And if you're tra- like in Ottawa and you don't live in Ottawa, you're traveling through, go get yourself a little, uh, a little muck. <laughs> Speaking of a little muck, I'm talking about a full mouthful. Charette Wealth Management. <laughs> that's more than just a meal as our good friend would say oh and, and uh yeah uh, that's funny that's a good pun <laughs> <laughs> uh if you want to check out this handsome strapping young lad by the name of alex charette who runs this shindig you're gonna want to just head on over to charettegroup.ca and for you older folks out there get your grandkids to type that in for you it's charettegroup.ca for all your investment needs. Boom. Uh, on with the interview, folks. Here's Ryan Harris. 
Joe's just sort of, if, hey, uh, they if you, say, if you, if you lose me again, I will switch headphones. These ones might be kind of fucked up. No, those see, those seem pretty good. Where'd Joe go? Well, you can't Do you see, not see me. Uh, I just see, uh, no, I just see your initials. That's good enough though. I get the idea. I can see you, man. I see that you have a beautiful mustache and I actually have a pretty gorgeous mustache. myself. <laughs> I wish you could see me. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Actually. It's still, it, Oh yeah, it's still November, eh? Still November. Yeah, you got a couple more days with that bad boy on there, dude. So Ryan, uh, what's shaking, dude? Phyllis, Phil, like, well, I I know you're oh. in Costa Rica, but Joe's just living in his little his little world. He doesn't really know what other people are up to. So Phil, Joe, and uh, uh, maybe on uh, well, what's shaking? Yeah. yeah, if you lose me, Mark, just put up an X with your hands. Okay, Roger that. Nice, dude. You've done um, this before. Dude, this is, folks, yeah, yeah. if you don't know, Ryan also has a podcast. He's a fellow podcaster himself. It's, uh, it, is it still called The Creative Journal? Creative Journal. That's Boom. The one. So check Beauty. that out, folks. Um, okay, so about a year and a half ago, started a little YouTube channel. And uh, just to make films for fun, because what I do for a job, I make movies. Great job. I love it, but sometimes I want to make stuff for no reason. Made the YouTube channel and got a little following going on that YouTube channel. And then people asked me to make like an online workshop where I'd run people through my entire filmmaking process from start to finish and show them like how I make my videos, how I make my films. So I shot that in Whistler all October. And then I came down to Costa Rica three weeks ago because a bunch of friends are working remotely for Shopify and stuff down here. And basically finished up that workshop. I launched it last Thursday, and I've been living in Costa Rica. I just missed my flight on Friday, and I'm going to stay here. <laughs> dude, he's yes, drinking. dude. Looks like he's drinking wine out of like a salsa container. I yeah, think that's exactly what yeah, he's doing. Um, dude, that's amazing. I, just, I, I can't believe, man. I can't believe the way in which you can live these days. Dude, I was just going to say, uh, you, like, the the freedom at which you are truly able to mm. work and live, like, wherever you wherever you want. It's More. not that expensive. Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, it becomes, yeah, your money goes a lot further depending on where you live, too. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then to run you through, like, an average day here, so I'm living in a house with... It's fluctuated, but with like six to eight other people. Dude, Chris was here. Some people have left. Chris uh, showed me some pictures. Oh, oh by the way, yeah. I, I I tuned them up pretty good in squash the other day. Don't worry, Joe. You gotta teach <laughs> Joe. You gotta teach me. Uh, Joe, you have to like give me some you pointers beat, and you stuff. You beat Chris. Oh, like, dude, never I played I, Chris. I worked, Chris. I worked, Chris. Dude, I'm. I think. I think I could have a pretty steep learning curve, Joe, if you just give me a couple pointers and stuff. Oh yeah, but Mark, uh, it's, it's like any racket sport. You yeah, is Joe, a lot better than you. 
Oh, Joe Joe plays a lot of a lot of squash. Joe's a squashman. Just got back from squash. Yeah, <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> but yeah, Chris Chris showed Man, me pictures. Can you come out to Whistler again? Yes. Yeah, yeah I will. I will. Yeah. But you got to be there though, Ryan. I'm not coming all the way out if you're in fucking Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come to Costa Rica if you're there. Man, I'll just go wherever you I, are. There's no squash courts here, but we can just use like a wall and fucking a coconut. <laughs> a yeah, Chris showed me. Uh, a... Chris showed me pictures of this place, man. It looks yeah. really sweet. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it yeah. looks awesome. Describe like what you like your accommodation down there. Yeah. How okay. how did this come so, to be that you're with these six to eight people? Yeah, a guy who I met in Whistler through one of our clients. We did some work with them. He got a job at Shopify like three years ago. And then he's been working remotely, man. There's this whole underbelly of the world of people that have jobs and he's been traveling the world. He goes three months at a time, books a house, finds like six other people to join in. And yeah, you just split costs and he's he's lived all over the world. Like he's going wow. to Peru next. Um, so wow. he set this up and then I just messaged him and he was like, yeah, sounds good. He's like 40 bucks Canadian a night for a room. I came down here, man, I show up and they just, they've already been here for a month and a half. They have everything figured out. Like I just uh... slide right in. So it's like 5 a.m. The entire house wakes up because it's bright. There's these howler monkeys. They're fucking screaming. You walk That's out. Awesome. We've got the pool right there. We grab yeah. our boards. We walk about a minute down the hill out onto the beach the beach is 15 kilometers of some of the, like the best waves I've ever surfed. Every day, it's good. Um, so we surf for about an hour and a half in the morning, walk back, grab our bags, make some food. And then we walk to this shared working space that's like one of the most beautiful high-speed internet working spaces. And we just work until about 2.30. We eat some chocolate croissants, and then we go and surf until dark at <laughs> 6 p.m. Dude, it's that fucked. is incredible, dude. That's so awesome. Dude, I love how is... uh, chocolate yeah, croissants true. are like a noteworthy item in that to-do list. But oh man. no, you know another thing, you guys. Dude, I t- tell us a little cereal. bit about the food. You got back into cereal. I man, love it. Which I like. That can sound like a passing comment, but I think you guys can appreciate. Like, oh, I respect how good, that. How good is Frosted Flakes, man? Yes. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Man. Let's talk cereals here. Um, Dude, personally, that's the beauty it, of cereals. Cereals are like the they're like the world. You know, it's everyone's <laughs> like something a little bit different. There's something for everyone out there. That's true, you know? man. It, like, and everyone and, has like a first love that broke your heart. You know? Yeah, yeah. You eat <laughs> you, you eat a little bit too much cinnamon toast crunch, and then you never yeah, want to exactly. see that shit ever again. <laughs> Yeah, but every dude, once in a while, you convince yourself to buy another box. I little find relapse. You go like when I was a kid and I ate cereal every morning for breakfast. You would go through like yeah. phases too. Like you'd be, and I found the same thing with Subway when I was a kid too. Like I started out on the meatball <laughs> with nothing on it, and then I was like, "Oh, what's the cold cut combo all about?" And then yeah, now then you now matured. yeah, you mature like steak yeah. and cheese. Now I'm just back to the meatball. The meatball's the friggin' goat, and you just put everything the on meat, it. The meatball's the goat for just sheer like quantity for value for yeah. money except you you're, have, you're a, it's almost costa rican prices when you're buying the <laughs> it's cheap but it's like man why are we putting meatballs in a sandwich you if you bite that thing on the wrong angle yeah that ball is fine right at yeah. the side 
Well, it's not for the faint of heart. I mean, well, and it's also confidence (laughs) of balls. You don't want to get that meatball on a first date either, because it's usually it can get soupy. You have to ask the sandwich artist. Yeah, or you do, and just and just like this is me. It's a new idea. Did we talk about rock the boat theory at all? No. What's that? Yeah. What is that? So you you, okay? Here's this idea I have, where it's like, so you go on a first date and you present this fucking fake like i don't know i want to say fake but like obviously like the best version of yourself right mm-hmm. unsustainable yeah that's a good point <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. If, what if what if you go on the date and you just order the meatball sub and uh yeah you show them more of like a day-to-day version of yourself yeah uh, but my theory, my theory of that is that everyone already like it's kind of an unspoken thing that you're going to show your best version of yourself in the first. I don't think that anyone expects you to sustain it. So if you're already getting a meatball uh, sub on the first date, they're oh, like, true. this guy's going to be eating bologna uh. out the package by month three. You know what I mean? I want to start at like escargot and then a year in slip into that meatball, you know, but That's I don't so want to be. That's so true. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> but I, I kind of—they're think... like this is his maximum cruising yeah. altitude. Yeah. I can only imagine. Today, uh, thanks for flying with us, folks. We'll be cruising at two thousand feet, so any bumps could kill us. But <laughs> man, that's oh, all right. I'm gonna strike that from my. No, but I like. Before. I think you were on to something with the whole rock the boat. I think presenting kind of like a an uncommon scenario and seeing how they react to it or like handle it i don't know and that's less to do with showing yourself and more about reading the other Uh uh-huh hey joe this is coming from someone who hasn't done a first date in what like 20 years uh in dog years you know what i so (laughs) i i like to theorize a lot I like the idea yeah. of a first date more. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Man, uh, oh, fuck, what was on my mind there? Oh, I had this thought that like, I mean, I was talking with Emil a couple days ago on FaceTime, and we were talking about like, uh, I don't know, just like the way your brain works and when you have like a lot of time to like think about yourself and how the mind can mm. sort of wander a bit. Maybe you can like doubt yourself a bit or you can have like weird little like um, bouts of like anxiety. But then we kind of landed on the idea that if if you're like happy and confident with the person that you are, which I think we can all like say for ourselves, like talking about you and Joe and myself, then you should just be like confident in the process. And then if you're just existing as yourself, then like you don't really – there isn't really much to to worry about. Like, obviously, don't just be like, ah, fuck it, whatever. But you know, like trust in the process. Uh, trust in the saying. trust in the process of the person that you are, and that it will it will ride. I would like to, yeah. On that, I would like to hear Joe's thoughts on what you and I have talked about about like trying to eliminate lying out of your life, mm-hmm. right? Which kind of goes hand in hand with that, like. If you're confident and so you don't need to do white lies, no. you just put it out there and see what happens. Yeah, exactly. I like, like that. Yeah, I like that. What do you think? What do you think, Joe? Oh, it's it's 
a great point because I think that the person that everyone lies to the most is themselves. Yeah. Right. And when you're putting when you're putting these little lies out in the world, like if say even you like a little white lie here or there, like once a week, even once a month, then you're probably gonna be lying to yourself like once a day, once a couple times a day. You know, like it's all kind of proportional. And I think uh I don't know. It's just that whole like living with integrity thing. And Mm. I I just think that at the end of the day, like what Mark was saying about trusting the process and trusting yourself, like at the end of the day, you just like, no one's going to pick up like your boots for you after you've fucked up. Like you need to just look inwards and like, Uh you just need to trust yourself and know that if I go about doing things the right way, things have worked out for me in the past and things will continue to work out because that's just the type of person I am. So you, it's, it's all these little things kind of build like the character that you have. And I think by, by kind of like lying to yourself, especially you're just like eroding at that foundation. Of, yeah. Of who you are. Cause you're the only person who knows that you've been lying to yourself. So it's like, yeah, that, exactly. It just like erodes away. Like how can you like respect yourself if you're lying to yourself? Like you wouldn't respect someone who lies to you then. So, yeah. And I think that's like a lot of people are very honest people, but like probably with themselves the least. I know that's probably true for me. I don't think I'm a person who typically lies, but I definitely have like told myself like, oh, yeah, like that night will start next week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She didn't start next week. when, When you talk about diets and exercise and stuff. It's like each time you miss, if, when you don't go to the gym and like you didn't tell anyone else that you were going to go. So it's kind of like, oh, like no one really knows. But f- like you said, it's like the most important person doesn't know is that you didn't. And then it just, you start to loot. Yeah, you start to disrespect yourself and then you get some fucking Mentos and Reese's Pieces and yeah, gets out of hand. Yo, so I had a dream. Is that your go-to? Uh... Yeah, Reese's yeah, first, I have a then pack some right Mentos. Here. I have a pack. Do you? <laughs> then, uh, Ryan, I had a dream the other day that I was like eating peanut butter like by the spoonful and I was fine. I think I'm gonna go for it soon, folks. Whoa. So yeah. for anyone at home who doesn't realize, Mark's uh, allergic to peanuts and he actually thought I'll let you honestly tell him, Mark, because you're it's your life, bud. Well, yeah, I'm time out. Ryan, you can still hear us and stuff. I just can't see you anymore, but I think that's fine, right? What's that? Yeah, I, I just can't see you anymore, but I but that, that's fine. So long as like the thing's still recording and everything's gravy. Yeah, um, I turned it off on purpose. To, okay, uh, nice. More bandwidth. Oh, nice. Yeah. That bandwidth. Uh, yeah, just a quick little rip. I was I was one of those kids who was allergic to everything. Like the kid that you're like, oh fuck, mm. like we're not even gonna invite Mark to the birthday party. Yeah. We want to have like fuck pe- this kid. We want to have like friggin' peanut butter on the cake or whatever you savages do but uh and i was allergic to like dogs and sesame seeds everything but i grew out of everything as well like except the last one that i didn't grow out of was peanuts and uh but and but i'm i think they just said that just to say that and i think like i eat almonds and stuff now and and i'm just ready to just i think i'm not allergic to peanuts i want to i want to try it i think i think maybe Instead of going right in for the concentrated uh, peanut butter, you probably uh, should just like eat like one that <laughs> you know. Yeah, just before you peanut. start going jabron on like spoonfuls of peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, maybe don't go full hog off the bat. I That's think good... it's black and I think it's black and white, man. If you can handle 
Like that, you can handle a spoon. <laughs> I think let's just let's just see what happens. Let's see what happens. Start with the meatball sub, baby. Stop lying to yourself about your allergies, bud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're not allergic. I truly don't think Mark is allergic. He's handled every other nut. And like he I mean, he eats meatballs, he eats yeah. nuts, you know. The guy can handle a set. But <laughs> But I, I just worry you about him putting like a full, like, yeah. Yeah, right? You definitely seem like the kind of guy who could have a mouthful, you know? But a <laughs> mouthful of peanut butter? I don't know. It worries me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Yo, did I? So I got a story for you guys. I, um, so I, I, I don't think I told this to you. Oh, yeah, I definitely didn't. Joe, I haven't told this to you. So I, I flew back to Ontario very recently. And uh-huh. really, really looking forward to this little trip. And sh- everything's great. Drive down to Abbotsford. I'm wait. Got a super cheap flight, Abbotsford yeah. to Hamilton. Everything's great. Listening to my music. Like I'm not a very stressed out traveler. Super chill. I go to the uh, <laughs> go to the gate. Wait for everybody to stand up and go. And I'm kind of at the back of the line. And they're like, "Yep." So my, I go through my wallet, and my driver's license is expired and i don't have any other piece of legit id on me and the person's like uh yeah like no this won't work like you can't come on the plane and i I was like what and i just started like rifling through my bag they were like they're like would you have any other id and i was i said okay i'm gonna just go sprint back to my car and come through security again it's a small airport so you can do that in like five minutes found 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 another expired health card and uh like my ontario one and ran back and like ho- I was just praying that it would just I don't know they would just let me on the flight. Fucking person's like yeah no like they're just so they're like no I was like what do you yeah. mean like they're like wow. they're like no you're not getting on this plane I was like oh, oh what I was I was like what and I just I was like the feeling of just like Dread. utter utter helplessness and just such like oh man I felt like the biggest idiot in the entire world and I was like what the actual fuck and like i could see the plane like the gate was right there and the plane yeah. was right there and i was like there was a fucking glass wall in front of me and i was like i like pressed my head to it and i was like <laughs> shaking uncontrollably i was like oh what the fuck and i was like oh and, and then they they're like yeah and then like i heard the lady she got went on her she went on her radio she was like yep yeah, flight's all boarded like you're good to pull away and i was i i was like oh my god and i'd fucking I just pop, put the shit back into my bag and like, cause I rifled through my bag, obviously checked all my pockets and everything. Yeah. And, and then Whoa. I was just, uh, yeah. So I was like, I was like, what in the world has just happened? And, and I, uh, I called up and like, I was supposed to, I was like supposed to meet like a bunch of like, like Grace's mom and her, her like fam, like a lot of her sisters and shit. And I was like, okay, well, yeah. what is that? And I was like, I called her up and I was like, well, told her how sorry I was. And then I called my mom up. My mom was like, oh my God. Like, she's like, okay, like, you're fine. Like, just figure out what you can do, like, to make this happen. And then I I looked up, uh, the airline had another flight going at two. Um, and, but it was Sunday. Like, I couldn't get an ID anywhere. I called up Benny. I was like, Ben, dude, I, I need to call him the biggest favor ever man i was like you you need to go into my room grab my passport 
and start driving south. I'm going to drive north. Whoa. I'll meet you. Whoa. You'll hand off the passport. Driving south? Is Benny still in the Yukon? Or? No, no, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, you're going to have to drive out of camp. Um, no, he was in Whistler, so he grabbed my passport. Him and his girlfriend, BZ, drove south. I drove north. We met, like, kind of south of Squamish. Handed it yeah. off. Got in my car. Drove right back to Abbotsford. Made it on the plane in time. And wow. just missed, like, I don't know, five or six hours. But So hey, crisis, crisis averted, but it still it was such a, oh, my God, I'm never going to make that mistake ever again. And anyone listening, dude. Check your freaking wallet. <laughs> so how long have you been yeah, driving around with an uh, expired driver's license? That okay. The thing is, is <laughs> <laughs> I've got. <laughs> that's a real thing I want to know. But... No, that's got... actually a really big problem. I've got yeah, my new one. Yeah, fine. you can get a big fine. I've got uh, I've got a new one, but it was just in the mail, and I didn't know where my. Uh, I don't know where I. I must have like misplaced my my like care card or whatever which is, would have been another legit piece of id so i was just and i didn't ben, check speak, i just didn't check expired licenses i coming back from the houseboating trip that we all did a couple of summers ago best time ever uh yeah, yeah true. i i drove jen's car the whole way back to whistler whatever like seven hours so close to getting an accident uh, i think twice <laughs> and i had an expired li- i had an expired license for three months before oh Oh, and I didn't dude. know. That's, that's a that's something we should talk about on on there probably. Yeah, you just didn't know, eh, Ryan? Like you legit because you just don't drive a lot, or you just didn't think to check it, or what was like? How does uh, that happen? You don't be, really check. To be honest, that. I'm I am kind of new to like dealing with life administration on a in a good way. Yeah, that's I think. I mean, man, you do I live. I think Mark Mark as well. <laughs> yeah no i I, man yeah you don't like nobody teaches you these things you just gotta like know how to do them no they do they do do. we weren't listening yeah Yeah, man yeah they probably told you that all the time joe i feel like joe knows like i know uh, i don't know i I think it's not even something you really need to be taught but I, I I know I see what you're. i don't want to that sounded really snappy but not no i I know what you're saying too an expiration date just like i don't know you just, if it's expired i should probably yeah, replace like, it i don't yeah, know your like, parents teach you milk right you start with milk exactly. it's like, okay like that's a date <laughs> and then you look at your license like, oh license uh expiration like oh the milk thing and then i guess you make the connection right hey yeah. uh ryan speaking of milk and hey. tying it right back around to where we were inevitably going back to <laughs> cereal um what oh, kind good. of cereals have you been eating lately <laughs> So, if you get it in a bag here, uh, it's a lot cheaper. And the two varieties that are bagged are uh, Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops. So I've been eating mostly Fruit Loops, and they're not real; they're not branded Fruit Loops. Mm-hmm. It's oh, like nice. uh, Spanish. But I eat about three to four bowls a day down here with almond milk. Dude, that's incredible. Almond milk. Man, uh, is, that, uh, yeah. is that like a lactose thing, or you just like the taste, or it's a health thing? What's what's the story? No, I think milk's done, man. Right, dude. Well, milk oh. milk out of a cow is done, but holy cow, are there are a lot of milks out there, like oat milk, mm, coconut milk. I, I'm, I've I've been messing with the coconut. Oh, sorry, the oat milk recently, and I've been really liking that. Yeah. Have dude, you guys tried the... monkey milk? 
<laughs> if you wake up early enough you can get a couple you can wrangle up a couple howlers and fill up your bowl of fruit loops <laughs> and they do they have they have huge white balls oh <laughs> my God, dude. dude it makes me think I of those hairless dogs in peru dude. tell your buddy who's moving to peru he's about to hairless dogs and gigantic coconut nut sacks <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! Uh, yeah, too much. You know, speaking of like monkeys' uh, genitals and butts, how about uh, how about those baboons are hilarious? Eh? How they just have these huge butts? Like, are they blue? Am I mistaken or red? Red, red, big red butts. Yeah, yeah. but they got some blue elements in there too. Have, I think, dude, I think baboons are a cool, are a cool kind of badass monkey. I would say. Yeah. I agree. It's just crazy to think that something designed all these animals, you know, like who made that red ass? Yeah. And the blue stripes on his face. It's fucking gangster. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a color by numbers. I I wonder why would you have a red ass? There's something, there was some reason for it. Like the, the first baboon who had the genetic mutation with a red ass, all the, all the girl baboon, or maybe it was a girl baboon. Maybe it was a girl baboon and all the other baboons were like, Whoa. Mm. Oh, and then that one started getting it. And then it was just, that's how it happens. I think. (laughs) Did you know that we are all, we our common ancestor 65 million years ago is a ground shrew. (laughs) Like he, like like all apes, all apes, right? Right as the dinosaurs became extinct, we all come from a little ground shrew about the size of like, about the size of like a, a butternut squash. Mark, what's a what's an animal today that kind of toes the line between the like, the the rodent and the monkey? Can you think of one? I'm not saying this like mm. I know it. I'm just oh, like, there must be an example in modern age where it's oh. kind of like the I first. Met, I met one. I oh. met one the other night. Wow. So I was sleeping in my room and I heard a ruckus and I'm kind of, like, I've been worried about getting all, all of my stuff stolen here because uh, yeah. I have friends that have before. Mm-hmm. So I, I heard a ruckus and I was naked. I went and I looked into the kitchen and the kitchen's fully open concept. Uh, and there was four of these, they look like raccoons, but then they also look like monkeys and their noses are really long. Wow. And uh, and I oh. grabbed my shirt and I started spinning it around my head like a helicopter and yelling at them and they weren't leaving then oh. like they it was I was I was scared because three of them were on my left and then one of them started creeping around towards my right. Whoa, they were like and getting ready naked. to fuck you up and you were Dude. naked. Dude, you gotta protect your too. you gotta protect your horn in a situation like that too. Are you are you guys familiar? I, I as you were explaining that Ryan, I I don't know if you've ever been to Australia. But there's an animal there called the bush baby, and that's it's it's kind of it's Dude, kind of tied too, into last this episode. Is, yeah, this is two podcasts in a row with the bush oh, baby. Oh, that's serious. There's an actual animal called the bush baby. It's like this little like lemurish, monkeyish like rodent thing. It's fucking crazy. Do yourself a favor, folks, and look up a bush baby. We will. Um. Um, I want to say I listened to the last episode here, uh-uh. and I showed all the roommates, and they they love the show. Like I've caught them listening to your podcast without me around now. Wow! Wow! Really? Like old episodes and shit. Yeah, no, like pe- people like it. 
Whoa, that's big. Yeah. No, no, nobody knows us. That's in, that's no, exactly. that's awesome. Hey, yeah. sh- if your folks are listening to this one, which you probably are, shout outs to all you Costa Rican, just like you, you mobile <laughs> workers, like just working yeah. around and stuff, dude. We applaud your what? lifestyle. What is uh, Shopify, Ryan? It's like just an wow. online shopping. I'm I'm surprised that you don't know. So they are an Ottawa-based company. Probably they're one of the biggest tech companies around now. But anytime you buy something online, uh, chances are that it's a Shopify-based store. So the guy that started it uh, like 10 years ago, he wanted to sell snowboards online. But there was no software to do it. So he built his own store started selling snowboards and then realized that the actual like selling the software to allow people to make their own e-commerce store would be obviously way more valuable and yeah billion wow. dollar company yeah damn i probably should have known that <laughs> um yeah look up look at how i built this with tobias lutka or something the guy who started shopify it's such a good episode that's awesome. Dude, Ottawa's kind of like a little hub for tech, is it not? Yeah. I would call it like the Austin, Texas of Canada now. Dude, that's cool. Is Austin, it's Texas pretty... a hub of tech? Oh, it's a sneaky little, uh, just like cool little bars. You ride a bike around, people playing weird instruments. And then, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just making shit up. What do I know? Hey, Hey Ryan, have you um I've I've heard that before though that Austin's super like kind of cool and kind of uh, edgy. Edgy and and you wouldn't think that cuz it's in Texas, right? And Texas seems like a, oh yeah, mm-hmm. like, Billy go play some football and get me a snake. But uh uh what was I going to say? Oh yeah, Ryan, are you uh playing your guitar and stuff and I know you were doing a like you were doing a bunch of open mics here in Whistler. Are you are you have you been able to do that at all down there in Costa Rica? Yeah, I brought. Well, I, yeah, I was playing two open mic or two, yeah, two open mics a week for like a month before I left Whistler, which is pretty sweet. And then I brought my guitar down. And one of the girls in the house is like an actual musician, and she's just she's so much better than me. Yeah, you know Carol. Yeah. Oh yeah, she wanted to say hi. Actually, she yeah, uh, she was stoked. Yeah. Wait, what? And she's <laughs> so, so cool. good. Nikki told you, me that. I, she saw you in a picture with her or something. Yeah, yeah. Costa have you, Rica. Have you heard her? Have you heard her play music before? Only on the uh, Chevy commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no uh... that's not true. That's not true. I haven't heard her live. I've heard her. I've heard her music, but I haven't heard her yeah. live. Dude, Anyways, so... she's she's playing. <laughs> she's playing a lot of shows down here, and then I just play at the cafe in between working. Really? Nice. She's doing a lot of shows down in Costa Rica. Does she have like a local contingent yeah. that like yeah, travels? Yeah, at a sushi country? bar. Sushi bar. Is she oh. playing for tourists or is she playing for mostly locals? Uh, well, it's been it's been like shoulder season while we've been here, so it's basically just been locals, which is pretty sweet. And I think, man, I, I was so excited. I had a local apologize for getting. In, like in my way while i was riding a wave the other day Whoa. which is Dude, unbelievable you're in. You're wow in. is it, it felt well, so good 
what's the um because sometimes with surf breaks and where you're surfing it can be pretty friggin' hostile and kind of intense yeah what's the yeah. uh what, what, yeah it's like sometimes it's i yeah. don't even, scary me being for me like a novice even do it. Sur- yeah, yeah me being like a novice surfer being out there i don't want to step on anyone's toes and get people pissed how's the uh like surf sort of culture i, I guess think, down there yeah yeah, in general, like compared to Mexico and stuff, so much better. Uh, the other day, a guy with face tattoos was riding a wave, and I was paddling back out after catching one. And sometimes you find yourself paddling out, like right where someone will want to make a turn. Oh, you yeah. know, like it's yeah. just the timing lines up. And I have this new theory that I'm testing out, which didn't go so well, where I'm like, if I just don't move, then it'll allow him to make a turn around me that's better instead of both of us faking each other out. Uh, yeah, right? okay. Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put the ball in his court, like, give him all the variables. Yeah, so I like, I like put up my hands in a sense, like I'm staying here, like do your thing kind of way. And oh, he lost his shit, man. Whoa. He came back and he, he started like splashing water at my face and be like, asshole, fucking move, man. And he had yeah, tattoos all the way up his face. So, wow. So are you going to move next that. time or? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing the long game. Yeah. Dude, uh, man, imagine getting like in a fight in the water, like on your surfboard. Did I, did I not tell you about Mexico? I think I you, did. Right? You told me a bit. Like I how, didn't hear. I didn't yeah, hear a single a, word of this. Okay. Uh, with my ex-girlfriend, we planned this trip. It was going to be awesome. I was going to surf twice a day. Heard really good things. So we went to Puerto Escondido. I got my longboard. I was so white. Like just super pasty. I paddled out on the first day and it was a point break, which means you can only really catch it in one spot. And within like six minutes, three of the locals turned on me. Uh, One of them was a surf instructor and he had this really massive girl on his board and he started launching her at my face. One of them got off his board and turned the fins upside down and started like hitting my board and me with his fins and telling me to fuck off. Whoa. I, I just got really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I was super bummed out and I went home and I, and then I went to another break the next day and the exact same thing happened. And I wow. Googled it and some guy said that happened to him and he mouthed back to the guy and got in like a little bit of a scrap. And later that week he got stabbed in the back at one of the bars by the surf instructor. Oh my God. <laughs> what? Dude. This guy's still out here just far out jesus christ dude yeah, when come you say on surf... man we're just trying to catch waves here dude you don't know, need to you... go stab me in the back literally like the most like natural com... i guess it is kind of like a solo act but you just gotta feel the the waves and the flow of it and then he just turns it into such like a negative violent thing but oh, man whenever you say weird, surf it's a weird combination Whenever you say surf instructor, I keep thinking Paul <laughs> Rudd from uh, yeah, yeah, Forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall, just out there like with like an ankle knife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. wear a watch, bro. <laughs> Dude, that's intense. That's so, but it's uh, it's a little bit less uh, uh, hostile le- there yeah. down in Costa Rica. It's, it's less, it's less in your face. But what you'll get is really good surfers. You should watch a video on surf etiquette. It's actually really interesting because if you're near the peak of the wave where it's about to break, like you have right of way to catch the wave. But what they'll do, they'll see that a wave is on the horizon and they'll sneak behind you and like 
put themselves just next to you so they're a bit closer to the peak and then make you look like you're in their way. So well, politics, man. Paul, yeah, I was just going to say them. politics. Yeah. The, wow. uh, t- like, give me, can you give me a, like a brief, like 30 second minute rundown on the basics of like surf etiquette? I, I don't know shit, man. I was out there just floundering yeah. around trying to have fun, trying to catch a wave, but yeah, yeah. people just start constantly whisk- like aware of the fact that, I suck because this is my first yeah. time and there's people yeah. getting up like it seems like every time they s- go out here and I don't want to fucking and some chick yelled at me. Yeah, you get whistled <laughs> at by like a kid on a fucking bodyboard. You're like, okay, man, I'm just trying to get on this wave here. Like, don't whistle at me, man. Come on. I especially the bodyboard. Like, that's a real. That's yeah, a that's what I thought too, man. I was like, look at me. I'm on this wave, and then I get a whistle from this kid on a bodyboard, and then I freaking crash land. It probably would have crashed anyways, but I need yeah. all of my attention focused yeah. on what I'm doing. So, yeah, quick rundown. Basically, just start out by saying, like, if you're a beginner, they'll know that, and they'll almost not want to give you a wave because they'll think that you're just going to waste it. So you're already kind of behind. But basically, assume it's not a point break and it's it's breaking like all along the beach you paddle out and uh like I, the where you want to catch the wave which you'll see good people like catching it right before it breaks right you're kind of on the shoulder uh-huh. um so everyone's sitting out there in a line and a set comes in and whoever is closest to the shoulder like where it's gonna break gets right away and then if he misses it and someone else is paddling for it it just goes in a line like whoever can catch it after that but it never really works out that clean because i like yeah people have really nifty moves of sneaking around you and stuff but i'm getting more confident out there for sure oh yeah yeah you should man you're looking you're not looking i doubt you're as white as you were when you went to mexico too you look pretty tan in that uh in when we were yeah. looking at you earlier so maybe maybe just uh maybe just keep uh getting more and more brown and well oh, no hey, here at you how mark what's is it worth coming back to whistler like, oh soon? oh dude i was just about out? to say okay yeah i'm glad you yeah. brought this up because i was gonna no, say I'm, this I'm like serious. 20 minutes ago uh no dude stay in costa rica for sure there's like yeah i think I will. it's gonna be a soft opening of the mountain there's no snow below like 1500 meters i would say and even if that like we had a big storm the other night but it was yeah it was pretty mild like they're saying i i honestly haven't been paying attention to anything like when they're gonna open the mountain what they're doing because i just know it's not it's just it's nothing that i need to devote too much energy to because it's not going to be that great when it does open Mm. so yeah people Mm -hmm. are like i was just having coffee with fred and She's saying that like some people, like the Facebook pages and stuff, are just going off. Like people are, like I don't know, losing their minds about the lack of snow and stuff. It's like guys, people are so dumb. I know, I know. Like this isn't anything we can control. Like, don't get worked up about it. Like oh man, the the only people I feel for are, um, like because i've been here this will be this will be four years actually in january that i've been here wow and the the only people i feel for are maybe someone who moved here and they're here just for one season yeah and they're yeah. and they're like the, there's no snow on the ground and they're just like wow what the heck like and they're sort of freaking mm. out in that re- regard so yeah, th- those are the people that, that i fear yeah. feel for but i'm i can i have the luxury of just being a little bit more like okay well it'll snow when it snows 
Yeah. yeah. So yeah, stay in no, Costa Rica. Keep, sur- keep right. surfing, dude. Keep yeah, surfing. I will. Yeah. I'll let uh, you know. Joe. Joe, let's, what's up? I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, man. It's so, I, I love to hear what you have to say. You're the one in Costa Rica. I'm the one sitting in like my same old living room. I think, uh, I think you're up to bat, but man, what's up? What's up is I want to see you guys. I want to, I, I don't know. I'll make it work. I got vacation time. I got money. Like yeah. nothing more I'd rather do. I want to come out to Whistler. I'd love to do another houseboating weekend again, but yeah. Mm. I'd love that so much, but even if we couldn't, uh, even if we couldn't do it, let's just—I don't know—we can just. I want to come in the summer. Yeah. Why? Why couldn't? Why couldn't we do it? You know. We could 100% do it. It's just. Yeah. Just gonna take someone to just grab the reins and plan it. I guess. Yeah. Man, the, the I feel like Ryan. We've talked about this before, but it it like if you you can make a plan really long in in advance and then it just happened then then like four months happened five months and then it's there like i was talking to emil joe dude joe me you and emil should go to the rugby world cup in paris in four years okay yeah like that's (laughs) what i mean like why not like i love that like four years from now paris rugby world cup 2023 wouldn't that be cool did you guys feel like from like age 15 to like 23 I couldn't make a plan more than like a month out because I honestly didn't know I'd be around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm, dude, I still, that... I almost have like plan phobia. Like I just mm. don't like, Nicole's always like, she, like even just to hang out with her friends, like two weeks in advance, like, oh, let's go like have a movie night and hang out like in 15 days from now. Like how the fuck do you know what you're going to want to do on a Wednesday <laughs> night 15 days from now? And then, and then she'll be she'll be saying to me like, Joe, I already told you this like three weeks ago. We were gonna go get a coffee at, with. Uh... <laughs> like, well, fuck, I don't know. Shit came up, but I I I kind of see like the genius in her ways because yeah, maybe not maybe not on such a granular level, Nikki. Yeah. come on, yeah, that, but, uh, that's what I was. But thinking. like for big yeah. for big stuff, you're right. Like you just everyone's got their own schedule, even if you're like yeah surfing in costa rica that's still that's still something right like that still takes time to get back we need to plan this shit in advance no one knows where they're gonna be dude ryan you're the best for that for (laughs) you're the best for that for just telling telling me to like buy a ticket to something ryan will there will be like a rufus concert Uh, in like four months and ryan will just message me be like yeah like just get a ticket it's like three months from now but Man. it'll happen well, or like you, with like interception you've made it really easy because like you've just you've built an alliance with me on that so i feel yeah. i feel like i owe it to you to only allow you to buy tickets to things that are good. yeah yeah exactly i trust i yeah. trust you dude that's such a great every friend group needs like that enabler you know someone who's just like oh should we do this and like yeah i already bought the tickets yeah <laughs> <laughs> you have to come <laughs> yeah or yeah i don't know like or a that's planner. a tough role though man it's that, such that's a tough like, that's role. definitely not me um because i find the people that that take on that role typically stress so much about like whether people are having a good time and all like they're just planning mm. everything i don't yeah. want that role yeah i get that i i man at work i've kind of slightly taken on the role of like a social convener 
<laughs> and I just, I like planned a bowling night and I like planned a movie night, and stuff like that. But like, I, I like, I'm running the Movember page and like, uh, I sent out an email about uh, the ugly like. Uh, when we when we all took Hawaiian well, we all wore Hawaiian shirts and got a group picture with like sleeve like fake sleeve tattoos and there's a, a holiday picture coming up and, and so you're doing I mean all this yeah I do all this <laughs> but I don't really stress about it the thing that I stress about more I don't really give a shit like once it's it's on I'm don't stress I could give like I know everyone's having a good time I, I'm having a good time so they're probably having a good time but um it's just getting fucking people to like coordinating people to all be in the same place at, at once it's like yeah. it's like fucking pulling teeth yeah yeah crazy yeah or to e-transfer you like nine dollars for the, the wine fee or whatever yeah 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 <laughs> <Good laughs> we <to> went <laughs> We went to bowling, and I <laughs> i don't know if I, like, forgot. I wasn't even there. I had to go to a training, so I wasn't even at my own bowling night, dude. Okay? And then... Uh, Is this a real... Was this a role in the office, or did you just make this it up? It just kind of happened, man, because I'm, like, I'm local to... Well, local. No, you're local, quotation. dude. You've been in yeah, Kingston I'm, for, like, yeah. nine, or like, nine or ten years. Mm. Off and on. Yeah, I don't know, eight years or something. Yeah, but um, true. I guess you worked in uh, Brantford for a bit. I, I'm more familiar with the area than most, oh. and I just like I want people to come together and like do these things. It's fun. It's a great like, it's such a good team morale thing when like everyone can get together outside of work. Oh. It just honestly makes yeah. such a big difference. Dude, like you're yeah. on this team yeah. trying to accomplish a singular goal together. And by doing these like little things outside of work, like it just galvanizes the group towards like this directive. It just feels really useful. So I want to do it, and it just kind of happened. I just planned one thing, and then people were like, "Oh, Joe, like that actually worked." People showed up, so like Joe planned this. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, and I always awesome. looking for new things Man, to. Good. good for you for know. doing that, dude. Good for you for like recognizing and realizing like the importance in that like it's not obviously not something that is like you can easily see on paper but it's like it's uh it's like a intrinsic uh factor i call it the dairy queen theorem and it's <laughs> it's, based, it's based on uh so as mark and i played rugby together at uh, for for queens and we would always the tight five or the pack the Fords would always go get a Dairy Queen blizzard after our pre-game like team dinner. We'd go get like the dessert. We'd go get the blizzard. And it was just, it's just doing things like that. It's the little things you do together that when you're standing like shoulder to shoulder next to whether yeah. it's like a teammate or a coworker that you feel like you have that sense of trust, you know, and that's, uh-huh. and in all things like sports, life, friendship, work, everything that's, that's what it's all about. And that's what makes the work so much more enjoyable. If you, yeah, sometimes you got to grind that extra hour or two and like you got to work late and it, and it sucks, but you're, do, you're not doing it for like some unnamed like monopoly man. You're doing it for your coworkers <laughs> that you're help, giving a hand and you know they would do the same for you. So, yeah. dude, that's awesome. Man, you can, yeah, and you can, uh, 
I like what you said about like whether it's your teammate, your coworkers, or your friends. Yeah, you can like project that into like. Well, I guess it it is common that it goes into like friendship and stuff too, just by like hanging out and doing. That's like when we have uh, like family dinners here at my place, eh, hey, Ryan? Oh, it's it's so important, man. Like my my happiness happiness level when we're consistently doing a couple dinners a week with friends. Yeah. It's so much better. Same, yeah. yo. Same. It's so important, man. Having like, yeah, having friends and like, yeah, that you like care about and stuff. It's such a big deal. Yeah. And friends that you can like, you can just, I don't know. I feel like we're getting better at it too. Of just like, you can really say anything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, like listen to this. We're just talking just... about anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it can be as as relaxed as like talking about cereal or you could just say some like kind of crazy thought that you had. Yeah, yeah. Something that like you're feeling that, yeah, exactly. And not, and not feel like it might like friggin' like scare the other person away, but no, and <sighs> trust that they yeah. might actually like they, they'll, they'll probably like, I don't know, respond to it. And that's, manner that's that'll like one be of helpful. my, something that bums me out so much is when like someone throws something out there that's like pretty vulnerable, like obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's obviously, they, they took a bit of a leap and they told you something that a lot of people probably go through or whatever, but people don't say it out loud. And then someone kind of like turns it on them and oh, judges yeah. them for it. You know, yeah. it's such a bummer when that happens. That's a bummer. And then, yeah, because then that per- the next time the, the person will probably not like feel as inclined to to yeah, like, go, go out and say that. Yeah, well, the person who's turning that on them obviously has their own shit they're going yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. No, like, right-minded person would do something like that, but they're just, they're dealing with their own problems and they're projecting it onto someone else. Mm. I don't want to go all Dr. Phil on this. But... <laughs> dude, you kind of look like Dr. <laughs> Phil. Does Dr. Phil have a mustache or am I wrong? Fuck, but I, dude. Yeah. That is the biggest chirp I've ever heard. You said I just said I look <laughs> like Dr. <laughs> Phil? <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> Oh, Nikki's Nikki's standing in the kitchen, nodding her head like I'm freaking like a chimp. <laughs> like you're a baboon. Yeah. Show her your butt. Like hey, a Nikki, you're dating Doctor Phil. How does it feel? Can <laughs> <laughs> we talk about it? <laughs> Man, I watched the Bam Margera on Doctor Phil episode. Just came out, and it's actually really good. Yeah, we were watching a bit really? of that. Yeah, it's... Bam on Doctor Phil. Yeah. And oh, it's, it's pretty. Dark. It's dark. It's really yeah, dark. it's very sort of just like whoa. It's a cautionary tale. Not that I think it just. Well, yeah, he probably he just got like very like famous when he was. I don't know, and I feel like the nature of his work was just so like destructive yeah. that it was like yeah. he probably just bled <laughs> into every facet got, of his life. He yeah, got famous for a lifestyle like. It's the lifestyle that's unsustainable that got him famous. Like it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Everything yeah. is in his life is that's telling not... him to continue down this path because that's yeah. what brought him all his success. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Phil opens the episode. They have like a psychiatrist in the room and he's like, now we're dealing with someone whose job is to slam his head into <laughs> porta potties. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's like he, and he's so serious about it and it's like that's that's a great point yeah dude when you hear that in black and white in writing you're like oh, okay wow <laughs> man oh that's awesome yo you know what i was thinking about the other day you you just reminded me when you said do you hear that in black and white but 
I find some of the funniest things is when uh, like a speech or something will be transcribed. Like we're, you know, the person who types in a courtroom and writes every single word you say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know yeah, if you've yeah. ever seen any of Donald Trump's like <laughs> speeches he gives at rallies when they're actually transcribed. It's fucking hilarious. It makes oh no God. fucking sense. But I was thinking what I was originally thinking of was uh, when I play squash, man, especially depending on the person I'm playing. So if it's like someone who I know is better than me and like, I don't want to be disrespectful. So I kind of keep my mouth shut. But if I'm playing against a couple of my buddies who are pretty close level and like, it's very competitive, we'll just be dropping F bombs. Like after every fourth point, like if we just do a bad shot, we're like, what the fuck? And I was just thinking, uh, if someone just sat outside the squash court, just transcribing our conversation <laughs> to each other, because <laughs> we're kind of talking to each other. It's this like weird guttural, like very aggressive, just like way of communicating. It's kind of crazy. Fuck, that's awesome, man. I want to. I'm gonna uh, do some research and find a funny one and read it on next episode's pod. Or sorry, yeah. next pod. Find episode. a find a funny Donald Trump. It's yeah. uh definitely. Man, well any anything transcribed like without in, fo- vocal inflections and stuff just sounds worse. Yeah. Oh, so matter of fact. To, it's super like, easy he then, to he then Joe then hit the squash ball, shrieked, ripped his shirt <laughs> off and yelled, Rusty cunt buckets. It's like <laughs> it just sounds <laughs> <laughs> it's not think, good think about one like in the bedroom or something like like the uh, like the course of that that'd be so funny like oh, oh. oh so hot oh <laughs> uh. <laughs> ouch you're on my hair oh that hurts <laughs> there's a hair in my more, mouth <laughs> more wet more wet more wet more... <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness Oh man, that's uh, like a, that could be a new, a new business, of, uh, Mark. You could transcribe the love scenes of Whistler. Yeah, just put. Well, people. man, your Amazon Alexa can probably do it for you. Um, I've already been show. listening. <laughs> I've, I've transcribed all of your, all of your lovemaking sessions. Would you like yeah. to hear them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bezos has that on repeat. Yeah. Or sorry, he's got the data. Uh, listen, Ryan, it's been a pleasure to have yeah. you on for the second round yeah. here. Uh, um, before we let you go, there's a couple things. Uh, well, one thing I want to say, and then maybe something Joe wants to say too. I just want to say that out of like a lot of my friends, you are probably one of the most like like motivational and inspirational like friends of mine that I've ever like known and I've met. And even though I've only really like become like good friends with you over the past like two or three years i just want to like on i don't know yeah i honestly honestly want to like thank you for giving me like a cool sort of like just giving me like a good like life perspective and like good sort of i don't know like tools and and habits and stuff that i've like kind of like picked picked from you and like and like learned from you so i just want to say that thanks man yeah i feel like we've learned a lot from each other like i texted joe I was probably like two or three months ago when I was just having one of those like, like really sh- and like uh, you know when nothing can like I don't know I just didn't know what to do with myself I was also sick and I was just like in a bad space and I just fucking I put on your guys's podcast and I biked around town and yeah it just boosted me up just 
yeah, I, I felt way better. So yeah, yeah, man, it makes me it makes me and I'm I'm sure Marcus Wallace. It makes us so happy to hear something like that. It's just it's like we're it's like we're together again. You know, I, that's how I honestly think of it. Mm. And this is what we're doing. Like it's so great for us to come together like this right now and. I wanna, I wanna kind of piggyback on what Mark said, I'm, Ryan. I think you're one of the most, like, incredibly unique and awesome people I've ever met. Like, you really, like, you showed me to set the bar high. I think. Yeah. And I think that's a good point. You know, well, you, you, thanks guys. You took really a different path, it, and you've thank you. found like such awesome success, and you did all the while, like, remaining yourself. Yeah. And I think that's such like a. I don't know. That's kind of like everyone's dream nowadays, but you, you showed me that it's possible like from someone that I know. And, and it makes me think of, it makes me think of my own life in a different way. And I think that that's like such a valuable thing. Right. So Fuck you're the yeah. best, Ryan. You're the best. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, 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 lo- <laughs> uh, I lost you for like 12 seconds. So I don't know what you said, but I guess I'll hear it in the podcast. Dude, it got kind of sexual, man. <laughs> Which is, I don't Which want to like, <laughs> yeah, it was almost like an erotic what? fan fiction at one point. <laughs> You'll have to hear it. <laughs> like if it was, if that was transcribed it's... on a paper, you would not like what you were reading. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Here, I'm going to turn my camera on for this last bit. I don't yeah. think I'm going to be able to do the freestyle. I have to wake oh, yeah, up no, pretty it's, early tomorrow. Yeah, I, I wasn't feeling it either. It's uh, we'll save that for another day. But uh, before we let yeah. you go, too, um, it's kind of tradition when we have a guest on. We This podcast is all about just, like, catching up with friends, obviously, like we're doing right now. And um, we'd like to, like, proposition – would proposition you to, call, like, think of a friend and um, call him up and just, like, catch up, like someone who you haven't spoken with in a while. Do you – does anybody uh, come to mind that you'd like to catch up with soon? Oh, me. For me to catch up with yeah, yeah brother Oof. yeah hugh mcfall my there old you are. housemate from university i need to give him a call he's in san francisco we haven't talked in like eight months hell yeah i'm gonna dude. give him a call dude shout out to hugh he uh hosted me and tessa for a spaghetti dinner at him and Catherine's uh place years ago in san francisco yeah. That was the night Trump was elected, actually. Everybody was losing their (laughs) shit. Everybody was freaking out. Especially in San Francisco. It was such a sight. It was crazy. I'll never forget that. I was just slurping up a bowl of spaghetti. Next thing you know, world's over. Dude, we had the, they had the, like, we showed up and we were, they had the stream going on or whatever. And they were, it was just, it was nuts. It was nuts to witness. Oh, man. And yeah. uh, we were, one more thing, Chris and I were on this tiny, tiny island in New Zealand, like when he got elected, mm-hmm. and the local radio station, the woman comes on, she's like, and uh, Trump's just been elected, but uh, yeah, it's not so good for the world, but hey, Kiora, the sun will rise again. Here is Tom Petty free-falling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that was good. That's Dude, amazing. The, ra- the, ra- the radio station was just like a fucking box, a metal box surrounded by sheep. Like we'd drive by it every day <laughs> and they just, they, they they let anyone do their own show. It was so sick. You guys That's should go do awesome. a residency there. That's great, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. 
<laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, dude! It's been awesome catching up <laughs> okay. with you, dude. Have uh, yeah. have have okay. a bunch of fun in uh, Costa Rica. Keep ripping the waves. I'll let you know when the when it gets worth coming back to Whistler. Yeah. Ciao, yeah. brother. I'll trust your judgment. Love you guys. Nice. See you later. Love you too, buddy. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Folks, <laughs> that was all it was cracked up to be. That was Ryan J. Harris, I think. I don't know what the middle initial stands for. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's J because that sounds fucking great. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Harris, folks, um, hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as we enjoyed just experiencing it and just hanging out like a couple of buds do. Man, the thing I love uh, when we when we talk with Ryan – I feel like he's very good at like getting some kind of abstract thinking out of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, there's like these topics that come up that just don't come up in normal day to day conversation. And I, I really enjoy that. Yeah, no, that's a good, that's a good point. It's nice to like, yeah, when your brain works like that. And we, we mentioned when we were speaking to Ryan near the end there, if you, if you stuck with us, I guess if you're listening to this, you did. Hey, but... thanks. If you're still with <laughs> us, uh, rate, comment, subscribe. We love you. And thanks, honestly, if you're still listening to this. That means you're... you just gave us like an hour of your time, which is so cool. Yeah, that's like so that's cool. freaking cool. If you're still with us listening, we appreciate that so much. You don't even know. It's tough for us to like show appreciation other than just saying it right now in this moment. So we really do appreciate that, folks. All of you listening. Uh, you guys it's you guys like that make it fun. It's it's fun being like a radio DJ for <laughs> For 50. <laughs> but uh, we were going to find a, a Trump transcript and we tried to quickly search one up to give you guys like a, a quick sneak peek. But apparently with all this fucking Ukraine shit going on, you type in <laughs> Trump transcript and you just get a lot of real news. Yeah. And I want just the funny, weird shit from like the old rallies. Uh-huh. So we're going to need to circle back on that one. But in the meantime, I didn't want to leave you guys empty handed. So I had an old boss, uh, when I was working uh, like a lawn care landscaping job a couple years ago. And he used to say the fucking funniest, like craziest shit. And I kind of kicked myself that I didn't think of this sooner. But near the end of the summer, probably the last like two weeks, I started writing some of these things down, some of the stuff he would say. And I uh, I must have deleted. I, I think I had a few notes of it, but I, I only have a, like three of them saved on my phone after the many phones I've lost and the accounts transferred, but somehow I found this old note of the, his sayings. So I'm going to read a couple to you, Mark. Nice. Fire away, son. One of his favorite ones, <laughs> one of his favorite ones was, I'm just a simple man. I don't know shit from a sweet dick. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, and then another one he used to always say, and it's, I don't know if, it's, I don't really even really know what it means, but he used to always say, and there I sit, brokenhearted, played my dime and only farted. <laughs> Which is, I don't know, this is like old people sayings. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the last one, this wasn't really a saying, but he just like was on this like epic, he would go on these like 30 minute rants. And I loved it. It was entertaining as hell. And, uh, Right in the middle of one of these rants, and he just shouts out, I, re- I read a book called Rusty Springs by I.P. Knightley. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's it. That's all I got for oh you, Oh, my folks. God. That's awesome. 
What's, uh, uh, what we give this guy a shout out? What's his name? His name is Horst Seewald. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> that's the best name you could have said. Yeah. Amazing. All right, folks, that's another episode of uh, Best Friends Catching Up in the Books. Like we just said earlier, thank you for joining us. Appreciate all of you so much. And call an old friend. Call an old friend. Be glad you did. Rate, comment, subscribe. Peace out.